0: Good morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Oni Pollock, And I'll be your host here on Wednesdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Happy, happy Hanukkah, everyone. Today, December 5th, is the third day of Hanukkah. Boy, I hope I'm right there. But I think so. I think it's the third night of Hanukkah. Which means a week from now it'll be the 10th night of Hanukkah, which means it won't be Hanukkah. It'll just be two days removed from Hanukkah or three days removed. Which is so sad because I remember doing the Hanukkah episode last year and I really enjoyed it. I like the music on Hanukkah. It's more upbeat. Yeah, I, I, you know, if, if we're talking about certain, like, holiday episodes, which one I like the most, it's probably Hanukkah just because it's so much more upbeat. But I love, like, Yum, the Time I think is great because I like the music there. It's just a lot more slower, more, like, intense. This is more, you know, happy, joyous. Like I said, up-tempo. So I think I enjoy the Hanukkah episode a little bit more just because, you know, playing music for, for much of this show, it gets... Uh, it's a lot of fun music, so we're not gonna—you're not gonna hear the the regular music you hear every week, except for that first song. But otherwise, it's it's gonna be completely Hanukkah related, completely Hanukkah themed. That I'm really excited to present everyone here with that. But let's start with a little opening, and I'm gonna try to keep it a bit short, just because I know I, I want to get to the Hanukkah music. Um, you know, we spoke about gift giving last week, and and um. Tomorrow is the big Thursday live lunch where everyone here reveals what they gave each other. And I said it's really tough to figure out gifts. And Miriam and I spoke. Here's the truth. Miriam and I decided to come together for our gifts for Nahum. So that's my plan for Nahum. And then in coming together with Miriam, um, she knows this, but it's kind of her gift too. So she kind of knows her gift already. But it'll be revealed on tomorrow's live lunch. That's all I'll say for now. But I was proven correct in that it is really tough to people, give people gifts for several years um, already. And sometime in my life I'll probably realize it's, it's even tougher than I think it is now. But it's funny because I went to uh, uh, the holiday shops last week. And I don't remember if I mentioned this um, on last last week's episode. I don't remember if it was before or after. But I went to the holiday shops and we went to this cool um, kind of like steel making place where they make really cool things out of steel. And one of them was a... Um, and I was like, for Nahum, like, this was before Miriam and I decided to come together, and um, so then it must have been before last week's episode, so the question is if I said it or not, whatever. Um, I went to the steel place, and they have really, you know, a, a golfer and a wrestler and an artist and a this and that, and, and we found one that's a DJ, and I was like, ah, it's, it's like, I mean, listen, Nahum plays a lot of music, so you can consider him a DJ, but he's a talk show host is there, or an MC. Is there anything that, like, just a guy in front of a mic, and I couldn't find anything that I liked. I I mean, I I loved. You know, I liked a lot of things, but I didn't love anything. Nothing really struck me as I had to get this for Nahum. Literally this morning, I walk into the studio, and for whatever reason, I mean, you've seen the studio on our um, Facebook Live maybe yesterday, or if you just go look at any of the Facebook Lives, you'll see our studio. But two, well, to Nahum's right, you know, he's facing he's facing the mic. The mic, I'm facing the mic right now. To the right, there's a huge. Um, I don't even know what you call these things, and Nahum and Mary want to make fun of me because they're they're older things. I don't know. Uh, we call it the CD rack. You have the um, out of Tascam and Sony. This and it's a huge thing of like eight, nine different things. I think you could play one of those spinny track things, whatever. Wow, um, <laughs> I think there's even a radio here. Anyway, I look over here and I decide to look up whatever and on top. You know, we we have some like speakers up here and I think like our security, like footage system, whatever. I decide to look up there for whatever reason. And what do I see? The exact same radio DJ steel piece that I found and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, boy, am I happy I didn't buy it because <laughs> Nachum already has one. I don't know from who I got to ask him. I don't know how long it's been sitting there for sure for the last three years since I've been here. It's been here, and I just – I've definitely seen it before. It's not like the first time i I'm seeing it, but it's the first time, like, actually processing that he owns one. I just – I was like, wow, did I uh, kind of, I guess, you know, had a break there and not bought it for him. So that's good. But tomorrow is the gift-giving on the Thursday Live Lunch. I encourage everyone to tune in. It will definitely be a good time. Hopefully, some suvganyot will be eaten. I um, have so far eaten two. At a Hanukkah party last night, I had one, or at least one. I'll just share that. And then um, Monday night, my friends and I did our, you know, we eat in Brooklyn sometimes, Brooklyn Munchin on Instagram. Check us out. Um, You know, we go to a bunch of different restaurants in Brooklyn, Rated, et cetera. And um, we went to this place called Sesame beforehand. I mean, I think pretty well-known in Brooklyn. I mean, they had lines, I think, the first night, 45 minutes before. um, Lines for 45 minutes to get Suvgan Yod. And even this was... Monday night they had um just like 15 people in the store constantly people going in and out um and and they had their their um you know people that worked there just bringing out plate not plates i would say um huge pans worth of um of sufganio, you know 18 on on a on a pan i guess um and you know people just grabbing, taking right away, and the lotus ones, and the custard ones, and the simple jelly ones, and the glazed ones, you know, they had all exciting flavors. So I got my hands on a regular caramel with sprinkles on top with custard. Great, great suvganya. Personally, I'm not a sprinkle guy, but I know, sorry, sorry, I'm just not a sprinkle guy, but it's not like they're bad. I just wouldn't add sprinkles to anything. Um, So that was uh, also a uh, that was a good suvganya. Sesame in brooklyn so uh we'll see what happens on tomorrow's live lunch how many soup and we eat the gift giving should be fun so i definitely encourage everyone to tune in but on this show let's talk about this week's bite size like i said plenty of fantastic hanukkah music i'm pumped for it hope you all are too and then at 10 a.m tova in israel will join the program as she interviews um as she interviews i'm just pulling it up right here and um, it's like, oh, she just sent me a WhatsApp. Michael Miller, the Guide of Harabayit Foundation. That'll come up at, again, 10 a.m. or so. Um, but for now, we're going to kick it over to Hanukkah music throughout the entire show. And we start things off with one thing and one thing only. Not Hanukkah music technically, but Wednesday bite-sized music in every week tradition. Mahapecha Shelsim Shel a bite-sized on a Hanukkah Wednesday right here at the Nachum Siegel Network.
1: שמעתי שעושים פה מסיבה בלעדיי אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני היי hey, נשים את הצהרות מאחוריי הלא לחד שכולכם מג'נונים היי hey! שמעתי שהצחלתם בלעדיי אף אחד לא עושה את זה a rush, but misstoved, kula behi. No need, that's all you need. Lahit, tarimul lahit, tarimul evole. See us from outer space, outer space, light it up, living it bright for the human race, human race, when the light- my no, oh. He's got all high ashamed. he got all high ashamed. He's Cause I can say
2: But who fought back at the beast? Life over darkness, hope beat the heartless God gave us miracles like you ain't never seen Happy that we made it, so we gonna celebrate it And you are gonna hear about it from 613 top, top, top top, 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 top top, 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 top Now watch me spin I
1: spin my dry Now watch me spin, shit Now get hey, hey Make it I my now I now I be
2: my now like the making I can. those lockers, those lockers yum shalom
1: Just living in the miracle, candles on my vehicle Eight nights, gonna shine invincible No longer be divisible, born through the struggle Keep on moving through all this hustle Head up, head down, through all of the bustle New York City, wanna flex your muscle Look so down, look so puzzled How to your fire through all the rubble Bound to stumble and fall But my strength comes not mad at all Bound to stumble and fall But my strength comes not Let's drive on till tomorrow, wipe away your tears and your sorrow Sunrise in the sky, like an arrow No need to worry, no need to cry Light up your mind, no longer be blind Him who searches will find Leave your problems behind It will shine like a fire in the sky What's the reason we're alive? The reason we're alive I stumble and fall But my strength comes not from man at all I'm bound to stumble and fall But my strength comes not from man at all These right, keep me right, and bless me to the highest heights, with your go. it's a number of infinity, one more than what you know how to be, and this is a light of festivity, when your broken heart yearns to be free, do you believe? Get this off my chest so forgive me please I admit that I did some things I wasn't proud of Now I'm living life differently And when I'm down it's like you're kicking me And if I'm down and you love me Shouldn't it be like you're kissing me I'm at the point where I might break now I can't take it no more And I might break down yo Face down in my palms and I'm gone Buried in songs, writing songs Songs. Everybody needs something Everybody everybody can't Express to hold me and let the whole world see you were always there with us on a journey and home is where the heart is hold me because i just want to be holy holy eight nights i stay up staring at those candles they tell the story that occurred Eight nights we're thankful for that small miracle. Our prayers were answered and our voices heard. When one night turns day, that's why we celebrate. In the dark of night, the candles stand for all. The candles stand for, the candles stand for. All. Eight nights that we know. Because it's fine. Finally- It keeps that flame alive Reflection refraction, isn't nothing more than a chemical reaction It flickers and grows, nobody knows How much we feel, how quickly it goes Turn off the dark and vanquish the night Show the whole world for eight days of twilight Then and now, they fought and we fight Fight for the right to live by our own light Let me see the light Give me something to live by Let me see the light I need something to live by Help me see myself in my reflection Let me shed the light in each direction I wanna see the light the speed of sound, fast enough to go around The world that we live in, so much cold and strife One little light to warm another life. For the darkest night, with the brightest light Cause it's time for you to shine A little dedication, a small illumination Just one person to change a all Let see the light Give me something to do We shed the light in each direction. Fea la chuot, fea la milhamot, che asita la botino, paia mimhae basmanazel. Alanisim, fea la purkan, fea la murot, fea la chuot, fea la milhamot, che asita la
0: We are back here on bite size top of hour number two I don't know about you but I've been so into this uh, these Hanukkah songs I I, I find myself more um, into and by into I just mean I don't what's the good way of putting it more into the Hanukkah songs it's just so lively so fast paced you know I love like Yaminorim songs as well and I find that to be um, it's more meaningful then these are just more upbeat you know you're, you're into the music. So I've, I personally, so unbiased here. I personally have had a blast for the first um, hour or so here. Um, and before we get to more music, right now, it's time for Tova in Israel's interview with Michael Miller. He is the guide of Harabai Foundation. Um, so we're going to go over that interview right now, right here on Bite Size at the Nahum Siegel Network.
3: Thank you, Yoni. I am so privileged, feeling so privileged and honored and in awe um, to be sitting where I'm sitting right now. I'm sitting right outside of Harabayat, right outside of the Temple Mount, uh, with the guide maybe the most famous guide right now or he will be very shortly because of how uh, incredible he explains uh, where we are Uh, Michael Miller is sitting with me he's the guide for the Temple Mount Heritage Foundation, welcome to the show
4: Thank you so much for having me, I appreciate it
3: Um, So, Michael, you didn't just come to Israel and automatically become a guide of Haribayit. No,
4: absolutely not. Where did you come from? I came from a small suburb in Oceanside, Long Island, New York. I made Aliyah a little over 10 years ago with my family. We currently reside in Giva Mortified Jerusalem. And I didn't start going up to the Temple Mount until about three and a half years ago.
3: Wow, so what made you, uh, even have this drive, this desire to come up to the
4: So, mainly it was because of two things. Uh, Rav Merukahana, a blessed memory, we just, uh, we just, uh, we just had his yard sign, we just remembered him, his 28th yard side that he was gunned down by an Arab terrorist 28 years ago in New York. Um, so he basically, he basically explained to me in his video that the Temple Mount is an issue. Like, you have to care about it, it is an issue, you have to fight for it, you have to, uh, you have to care for it, you have to it's a struggle, and God willing we will rebuild our temple speedily and happily in our days, God willing, Amen. Um so we said that it is an issue, and being that you're in Jerusalem, you have no you have no excuse not to fight for it. So I looked into it and I started to look into it because of half of what he told me and half of because of my friend Bar ilan that suggested that I go with him on Jerusalem Day of twenty fifteen.
3: Okay, so what was your first time coming up to Harabayat like?
4: So I'll tell you. So before we even went to Harabad, I, I my friend suggested this to me, and I asked my rabbi that because about the Tefilah Mount because I didn't know anything about it. It's a very controversial, it's a very sensitive topic, a very emotional topic. Like you know, this isn't just some Torah attraction It's the holy site in Judaism. So I asked him what to do. So he said go to a mikveh. It's okay. Just you know, don't do anything. Just don't do anything at um, the ordinary. Don't make the police uh, crazy. Don't make the don't make their lives harder on the Mount. Just you know, do what you're told. And as a don't cause any problems. So I'm like, okay, fine. I went to the mikveh. I get to the entrance to Harabite at 7.30 because that's when it, that's when the gate opens for non-Muslims. And um, I was like, okay, fine. Great. So it opens at 7.30, closes at 11. I guess I'll go up at 7.45 after a security check. Turns out I waited and I sweated in the sun on Jerusalem Day for three and a half hours oh, wow. because we were, it, it was such a such a crazy situation, it was an insane situation because we were waiting there for three and a half hours while the tourists were going up freely, and the Temple Mount is the only place in the entire country that I felt like a second class or a fifth class citizen. Right. Because so I Because? Yeah, because I was a Jew. Because and I, Jewish. I'm and right. I had a special status, quote unquote.
3: So you mentioned that it is a controversial topic because there are many Jews, there are many Rabbanim that say we can't go up there. So why are there Rabbanim, why am I going up there today? Why are there Rabbanim that do say that we can go up?
4: So according to the Rambam and many other commentaries, uh, those who are spiritually impure are allowed to go up after they immerse in a ritual bath or also known as a mikvah. And, uh, and the rabbis say also that we don't know where the temple stood, that you know, you're know, chayevah karet, you're spiritually, you're, if you go up you're spiritually caught up from the Jewish people. It's a serious place, you know, due to the sanctity of the holiest sign in the universe, you're not allowed to go up there because, you know, who are we, lowly, impure, uh, impure spiritual uh, Jews to go up to the holy uh, temple? But uh, no, the Rambam went up, there are plenty of rabbis today that uh, go up because we do today thank God due to our lachot, due to our archaeological digs and findings, that we do know where the temple uh, stood. And those who say that we don't know, we for sure know where it was not uh, built on. So we go according to uh, that. And according to most opinions, uh, according to the majority of commentaries, the Evanashtia, or the Foundation Stone, where the Temple once stood, is right under the Golden Dome.
3: So then we know we're not actually going in that area because Jews are not right,
4: exactly. To go we're not there. exactly, we're not going in that area. Even Rav Cook said they're not allowed to go into the Mikdash area, mm-hmm. and many Jews think that oh, the Mikdash could be anywhere on the Temple Mountain, but no, the Mikdash was under the Golan Dome, so we so he's absolutely right. We don't go in that area, we simply encircle the area.
3: Okay, so then from going from a regular citizen a new Ola to Israel, I'm going up to the Harabite, you decided, you know, I want to make this a more serious type of uh, experience. I want to bring other people up here. I believe in this. And you became a, an official guide.
4: Exactly, yeah. I came uh, three and a half years ago. I started going up, not as a tour guide, but just as a Jew. I just wanted to show Jewish presence. There's also nothing to do with politics. I want to simply be closer to God. As I usually tell uh, Jews, And the Temple Mountains, you have the best Wi-Fi, the strongest Wi-Fi on the entire planet. And you have the best connection, the closest connection to God. Uh, unlike your bureaucratic office that couldn't care less about you, Hashem, Hashem's ears, Hashem's private office is open to all requests 24-7 regardless of the day. Well,
3: for us, we'll we'll the exactly. Only,
4: exactly. <laughs> so we 7-30 to <do>. 10-30. Exactly. So it's <laughs> exactly. not technically
3: open all the time for us, but technically it is. <laughs> so, we do,
4: so we do what we can with what we have, but we we don't uh, give up. And also, there are people that say, listen, people say that it's forbidden to go up to the Tava Mount. I can also say that it's forbidden for us to be in Israel because we took it by force. We have to wait for the Messiah to um, you, know, God, uh, you know, God will take us. God will tell us when the right time uh, is. Let's just stay in our in our little Jewish ghettos and pretend like everything is hunky-dory. Everything is okay. But uh, no, there are no. But I am actually right now fighting for not only for the Temple Mount and the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple. I am fighting for peace because the Temple will not only bring peace amongst all nations and amongst uh, Israel, but also it shows true Jewish sovereignty in the land of Israel. Because as Uitzvi Greenberg once said in his book, whoever controls the Temple Mount controls the entire country and I don't need to tell you who controls the Temple Mount you can look it up yourself
3: Yeah, unfortunately
4: Unfortunately, yes
3: when you go up you go up a lot, you're not there just it's not your first time going, you've been there no. so what's the feeling each time you go up there is it always the same or is it different
4: the feeling is always different I always learn something new going up it's like you're in Hashem's dimension whatever problems and stress you had throughout the entire day on the mountain you magically forget about it you're literally one with god up there and you're were, you were in his private uh, domain, and it's, I learn something new every time, whether, whether it's from um, other guides, whether it's a new halakha, or a new mishnah, or just another, a new a effect. New I, I always learn something new when I go uh, up there. It's always a new experience when I keep going up and up and up.
3: So anybody that's listening right now, I want them to be able to have the opportunity to go up also. How can they reach you?
4: They can reach me on uh, Facebook at Michael Miller, or on my backup account at Michael A. Miller, because I sadly get banned from time to time come being uh you know a Tonba Mountain activist and a Jew in Israel who is proud and fighting for a Jewish uh, Israel. Um, you know I pay the price for getting a uh, banned as a small price to pay. Um, they can also uh, message me on the uh, Facebook or they can have my uh self should I give my cell
3: number? Are uh, or
4: they can they can email me at M Miller six eight nine zero at gmail.com that's again mmiller6890 at gmail.com you can schedule uh, a day and a time with me but the only thing you have to do is go to a uh, mikvah beforehand, wear not all the shoes and the hardest thing get out of your bed and wake up because <laughs> you have to be here really early you have to be here you have to be here really really early the winter hours are from Sunday through Thursday from 7am until 1030am And again, from 12.30 to 1.30 p.m., I know that is really difficult as most normal people work from 8 to 4 or 9 to 5. We are trying to fight for afternoon hours and evening hours, but I don't make the rules here, sadly. Wow. So we we, we do the best with what we have.
3: Wow. And okay, so just aside from the Temple Mount, you made you said you made Elia you said ten years ago? A
4: little over ten years ago, yeah. So
3: what was it like and you were back then you were and you were a teenager still, no?
4: I was in high school. You were in high school, yeah, so I was in what? High school. What
3: was it like uh, moving out of you know the comfort of Chutzlarets to Israel? Are you happy with your parents' <clears throat> decision to move you here?
4: I am very very happy with my parents' I'm very very happy with my parents' decision, uh, being that I was actually I learned that Ramba Masifta in Far away. In uh, sorry, in uh, Lawrence uh, in Lawrence uh, Cedarhurst. Um, so I learned there, and I basically got Zionism shoved down my throat every day. A lot of uh, not propaganda, but a lot of uh, truth. And it wasn't so difficult for me to move because most of the kids that were, most of my students and friends that were graduating uh, with me in the same class, they came for the post-high school yeshiva program. So they were, most of them were coming on their post-high school year in Israel. So I didn't really miss out on anything, and I didn't have many. Uh, I wasn't close with so many of my friends in Ocean so ironically enough, it was actually easier for me personally to uh, to adjust. move to Israel to adjust. Exactly, yeah.
3: Wow, so it doesn't matter what age you you know, it's still it's still beneficial to
4: exactly, yeah. And I made Aliyah three year three three years. I made Aliyah three weeks. After I graduated high school, and actually at, my ceremony, at the ceremony, the principal even said that, you know, Michael Miller is going to be making aliyah with his family three years, uh, three weeks uh, after the graduation date, and that's exactly what we did. In July 10th of 2008, we took a Nefesh plane, and uh, we did Lech Lecha Hashem told Avram Avinu. He didn't, you know, request him. He didn't uh, ask him. He didn't say, you know, oh, do you feel like it? He said, uh, he told, Hashem told Avram, you're going. <laughs> You're going, not asking you, not saying no ifs, ands, buts, maybes, you're going. Right, Because wow. Avram could only fulfill his true potential, not where he was in Orca's theme, in Orca but in Eretz Israel, Eretz Canaan, as it was known back then.
3: Wow, so anybody that goes up with Michael is going to not just get an experience of Harbaite, but you're going to really feel someone that appreciates where you are. It's not, it's not a tourist site. This isn't, you know, let me go to Harbeit. You're really, you're feeling the temple and what, what God willing, soon, today, It'll, it'll feel like to come back here. Okay, we're about to go ascend the Temple Mount... Is there anything else that you would want to add To everybody listening
4: Yes, I not only take up Jews I also take up, uh, I also take up non-Jews uh, Because sometimes the Jew- I need to also tell the Goyim The non-Jews the truth about the Temple Mount Because sometimes the Goyim Can actually help us bring the redemption uh, Closer and sp- speedily And happily in our days And I also want to point I want to also speak to the Jews right now That we pray for the Temple to be rebuilt Three times a day. We pray for it in our Shabbat and Ash-Ray and Min-Khan, Ma-Riv. Let me, ask you something. How, let me ask you something. How is it going to be rebuilt if we don't build it with our own two We can't wait for the Messiah to build it. We have to do our we have to do our duties. we have to put it forth in our effort. At the end of the Passover Seder, at the end of Yom Kippur, we say next year in Rebuild Jerusalem. What does Rebuild Jerusalem mean? Do we understand that very, that very, very small yet misunderstood uh, statement? It's
3: the foundation. It's the
4: foundation, it's the foundation, exactly.
3: I mean, we can't be hypocrites, we have to actually do our part and
4: do our shenad too. We cannot. Um, we, we cannot be religious hypocrites. We need to go up and show Hashem that we didn't give up on this holy site and that God willing we will be rebuild his holy temple because not only will we restore sovereignty and normalcy it will it will restore peace throughout the entire world.
3: Okay, so Michael, I know you love Harabayat but if there's one place in Israel that you call your Israel your Israel happy place, is it somewhere else besides Harabayat? Where's is your Israel happy place?
4: The Shimon is my happy place. I like going to the Shimon very good Jews, very idealistic oh, yeah. Jews, Jews that care for Jewish Israel as opposed to what we have uh, now a Western international uh, country, but God will and we will keep on continuing to fight for our uh, Jewish state. I also have i do have other places other than Har Abayt. there's also Hevron, the cave of the patriarchs where my grandma and grandpa, Avram and Sarah, are buried, and also um, in the cave of Yosef and Shchem, in what the Arabs call Nebulus, which is really Shchem. Uh, that's also one of my favorite uh, spots. Or, as it says in the Torah, there are three spots that uh, we have ownership of that the Goy and the non Jews cannot deny our connection to the Holy Land, and that is Habayit, the Holy site in Judaism, uh, the Key of the Patriarchs, the Marat Machpelah in Hebron, and Kivar Yosef, uh, the Tomb of Joseph in Shechem. Wow. Yeah. Okay,
3: so I just wish you continued success and a lot of tours up in Habayit with the Beit HaMikdash standing there. Uh, God willing, very speedily in our days, hopefully today. Uh, and thank you for taking me up there for my first time. So, bahat uh, l'cha, with everything.
4: Uh, Amen, thank you so much, So It was a pleasure taking you for my first time. It was so unbelievably uplifting for me to, to get you for your first time. And please tell others to get in contact with me, because I'll give you a tour, I'll give you a guide that, believe me, you will never forget.
3: Wow, amazing. So everybody should reach out, definitely take a tour of Har it and uh, you won't be sorry. Uh, thank you, Yoni, back to you.
0: Thank you, Tova, and thank you, Michael Miller. Tova in Israel, she is back, uh, took a few weeks off, but we are glad to have her back here um, with that latest interview. Uh, thankfully, it's for good things. You know, Tova recently um, engaged her hatan. Uh She will be married coming up uh, in about a month or so now, and uh, she's been very busy with wedding preparations, engagement party. Um, so we wish her a huge, huge Mazel Tov moving into her new apartment, been a lot of renovations. If you follow her on Instagram, on Facebook, you will see, well, mostly on Instagram, you will see plenty of stories um, about her um, personal life, but also on Facebook, Tova in Israel and Tova in Israel dot com. Plenty more music here coming up, all of our favorite Hanukkah selections, and then we'll wrap things up. Uh, towards the end of the show. But for now, a little uh, a Hanukkah medley from Shulam Lemmer, and Shira right here on Bite Size at the Nachum Siegel Network.
5: we <laughs> That nace,
1: about that ace, about that ace, no oil. We're all about that ace, about that ace, no oil. We're all about that ace, about that ace, no oil. We're all about that ace, about that ace, nace, snake, nace, nace, yeah, it's pretty clear. The Mac and Bees were few, they wouldn't take it, take it, being told what to do. They wanted freedom that we today embrace And all the rights to pray in all the right places The ancient magazines, they put the Greeks on top Oppressed the Jewish state, they had to be stopped But Magabees had faith, they wouldn't give it up Our holiday is so much more than spinning plastic tops Yeah, my mama, she told me it's not about the food you fry
5: As you know we're all about that ace, about that ace, no oil. We're all about that ace, about that ace, no oil. We're all about that ace, about that ace, no oil. We're all about that ace, about that ace. Hey, we took the temple back. One day of oil, burn much
1: more than that. And now we celebrate by eating fat. But we're here to tell you that our holiday is so much more than spinning plastic tops. Yeah, my puppy, she told me it's not about the food you fry. A <laughs> hey, family freedom, we celebrate for eight nights. You know that latkes and dreidels and presents are all good so you do then you all of it because you know we're all about that nays, bout that nace no oil we're all about that nace bout that nace no oil we're all about that nace bout that nays, no oil we're all about that nace bout that nace you know we're all about that about that all about that Can't find the fighter But I see it in you So we're gonna walk it out Ooh, Mountains We're gonna walk it out Thank you. We find out We find out We'd find our way. Ten years ago, We find out We find out We We find out We find out We our out And our out We our out We find out From a cheering crowd We were younger then Who could know that then We'd rise at dawn For early shows us back to to when when we found our voice despite our fears through ups and Two share four for old friends that care, five for partners by side, six for sources of our pride, seven for those who raised us, and eight can't wait to go home. We find our way, led by the light of those eight nights and days. are
5: inspired by care
1: 这儿 Every Chanukah Forgot them in the frying pan and year While we were having fun Playing dreidels smoke lines were wailing everywhere Firemen were breaking all the windows Sadie closed his eyes Began to pray Those latkes had no luck Our mouth went down and stuck But Bobby made us eat them anyway Fake. But Uncle Jaime ate while singing, Ma-oh. and that was Uncle Jaime's big mistake. Our parents stood there beaming as they called us, and handed us the presents one by one.
0: Enjoyed the last two hours here on Bite Size. A lot of great Hanukkah selections. <sighs> Honestly, a blast. A blast to give you this week's episode. Like I said earlier in the hour. I really, really enjoy the Hanukkah uh, episode. Sometimes two episodes. This year, one episode of Bite Size. And I'm thinking and it's gonna be tough to get away with some Hanukkah music next week, but we'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling it. Um But Hanukkah episode, one of my favorites just because it's it's up-tempo, great music throughout. Um, So I hope everyone here enjoyed it as much as I do. And uh, it's time to basically kick it over to Avrami. Let him give you more Hanukkah selections. Plenty that I've missed. Now, uh, I don't want to age Avrami at all. He's actually quite young. Um, but you know, I'm relatively. I'm, I'm, I, it's actually funny. I thought about this during the show, relatively out of college, whatever, in my mid to late 20s, more mid 20s. And, um, so I'm more into the more modern, modern music. Um, you probably noticed a lot of kind of like Macabeat, 613, Y Studs, um, some of the newer, newer stuff. New York Boys Choir put out a few things recently. Um, more into that, whereas Avrami has a whole slew of songs that I've never even heard of. Um, and some from some great singers, composers, etc. So you'll probably hear that over the next two hours um, for the Wednesday live lunch. No segment that has no name right now with Miriam al Wallach That will return next week. Uh, a little unfortunate because we could have done some Hanukkah stuff, but nonetheless... Um, hopefully we'll do it next week, and maybe we'll still uh, come back to ch- some Hanukkah stuff. But again, the Wednesday Live Lunch coming up in just a few seconds. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in for the last two hours here with me on Bite Size. My name is Yoni Pollock. wishing you all a great day, a Chag Urim Sameach, as Nachum says, and a happy Hanukkah to each and every one of you. And I'd like to remind you that the Bite Size is always, always, always the right size.